two, one. Is it recording? Okay, now it is. What's up, bookworms? It's your host, Stevie. And it is your amazing comedic <laughs> genius co-host, MJ. Um, I'm making everybody laugh right now. And if it sounds a little weird, it's because me and Stevie are in the same place. For once. We are both. I am in Baltimore visiting her. Today has been a <laughs> chaotic mess day. of events. We were involved in an accident, but everything is okay. We are both all right. She's never coming to visit me again. Listen, not that I'm not coming to visit her again. We're definitely going to meet in the middle. It's just Baltimore may have uh, scarred her. Scarred me a little bit, but it's going to be okay. So we have something super special in store for you guys. We do not have another author on the podcast. However, we do have my childhood best friend, like the person that <laughs> she's freaking I'm out trying, a bit. I'm trying to be sentimental here and she's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one of my, we have my best friend, my child, like one of my best friends. She is my best friend. Um, she has inspired so many characters that I wrote, but mostly does she like fire rigs? Because yes. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> this is gonna be a treat for people who have read the Fury series. Hannah is my rigs, both through and through. That is who inspired that character. Makes sense. That is who inspired that character. She has yet to read my books because she doesn't like reading. But that just <laughs> Look, I have to be her. Exactly. Um, that's what makes our relationship good. Is that we're the yin and yang of each other. And so, yeah, she has inspired so many people and so many scenes in my books, and it's just really cool to have her here. And we're going to have a super, super, super fun episode. Hopefully. Now say hi, Hannah. So say hi. Hi! Oh, Hannah! Oh, my God. That laugh. <laughs> okay, so. We're going to do a little something different. We're going to do a little game. And since Hannah does not read as often as Stevie and myself, or she doesn't, she doesn't read, like, romance novels and stuff, we are going to test Hannah's knowledge on the book world, okay? This is the game. This is the game. <laughs> we have given Hannah... We need a name for this game. Can we call it... I don't know what to call it. Something about tropes. So, we... Stevie has named this section of the podcast... What the trope? With Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, this is how the game is going to go. The first one is going to be a practice round. We're going to read her the blurb or the synopsis of certain books. And then she has a list of tropes that she's looking at. And she's going to try and match the trope to the blurb, having never read these books. And so I think this is going to be a cool little experiment to see how somebody who's never, you know, like not read these books interprets what we're reading, yeah. you know, and see if, you know, some authors are really good at nailing what they write, you right. know. So I'm super excited to do this. So the first one is going to be a practice round. And then the second one will be, um, the first one can be practice round, and then the rest of them, we're going to count on. All right, Hannah, are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I really need a soundboard. Hannah, how do you feel right now? How do you feel right now? Are you excited? Scared. Scared. I'm going to fail. Okay. You're going to do got this test anxiety. I know, right? You're going to do this one without looking at the trope that it is. So you're just going to guess. Go with your best shot. We won't. We're not we going to judge you. It, okay. This the trope that I'm about to the the blurb that I'm about to read you is not on this list. This is the practice round. Well, okay. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. We will write. We'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this. Oh wait. Give me a, give me a marker. Hold up. Malfunction. Malfunction. <laughs> I need the soundboard. I need a soundboard. I know. Stevie, talk about what you know. How's life? <laughs> <laughs> you know that. See how my life is today. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, no, let's talk about what's going on in the book world because I only have a couple things. Um, Close to Home comes out on Tuesday. It's Kaylee Ryan and Lacey Black. Shocker, because they released so many books together. Um, Alexis Winters is releasing Baby Fling this week. Um, who else? I think that's really about it. Is that about it for book world? Yep. All right, so this is the practice round. Are you ready? So I have given you, I've given you three tropes on this one piece of paper for the practice round, and this is your blurb. Are you ready? Title of the book is Dreams of 18 by Saffron Kent. Obviously, y'all know I had to put this woman in here. We love her. This is the blurb. Violet Moore is in love with a man who hates her. Well, to be fair, she kind of deserves it. On her 18th birthday, she got drunk and threw herself at him, causing a huge scandal in their sleepy suburban town. Now everyone thinks she's a slut and she has disappeared. Rumor has it he, she, he's rumor has it he's been living up in the mountains of Colorado all alone in isolation. But Violet is going to make it right. She's going to find him and bring him back. No matter how cruel and how mean he is, how much he hurts her with his cold-hearted and abrasive ways she won't give up and neither will she think about his tempting lips or his sculpted muscles or strong hands the hands that she wants on her body touching her feeling her skin the hands that make her want to forget everything and kiss graham edwards mr edwards actually again because you don't go around kissing your blank 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 do you even though that's all you ever dream about so what is the trope that's best friend. Absolutely! Absolutely! Yeah, I'm, actually really, I'm really proud that she got that one. Do me too. <laughs> However, at the end of it, Saffron Kent says, you don't go around kissing your best friend's dad, do you? So, I just want to say that I'm super proud of you. That was super cool. <laughs> I thought you were going to, I did, and to show you how hard I made this, the tropes that she had to choose between was dad's best friend, friends to lovers, and enemies to lovers, because that's what I thought she was going to go with. However, I'm super proud of her. She did great. This book is phenomenal. If you haven't read it yet, it's great. Saffron Kent's amazing. Now, are you ready for us to keep score? Yep. All right. I'm doing a right. And that's all means, right? Yeah. Yep. So you can trash the other one. Right. Wrong. Are you ready? Stevie, you go first. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. The book is called Hot Cop. Revenge is a dish best served with humor. I'm always believed in happily ever after until he walked out on me without a word left behind and a lifelong memory in his place. Writing a humorous fiction, fictional account of our time together helped me cope and capture a bigger audience than I could ever imagine. With that, when that book brings my muse right back into my life, keeping my distance is useless. The chemistry is too hard to ignore. I made a vow to protect and serve my community. Being a cover model was never part of my plan. But one viral photo in the middle of a hurricane changes all of that and brings her back into my life. She thinks she can push me away, but I don't give up that easy. But there's a secret between us. When we fi when he finds out the truth, will things be too hot for this cop? Only time will tell. Oh, God. I don't even know what this one is. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm going out on a limb here. Okay, I will tell you that CVs that she's reading are up on the top and mine are up at the down at the bottom. So they're going to be one of, the one of the ones at the top. Okay, well, the one I was going to go with is second chance no dang but it is considered a second chance don't tell her what it is yet because she doesn't have any she has or do we want to tell her what it is so that she can mark that off the list i think we should tell her to, so well i get now mm, that's a good question we'll find out as we go we're gonna mark that down as wrong <laughs> 
<sighs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, now it's my turn. All righty, Hannah. This is this is one of my favorite of these tropes, and I think this author's writing is amazing. So this is Storm by Corinne Cole. Blurb. I had no idea crashing into a ditch would change my life forever. Fate had other plans, and I never stood a chance. A series of weather and road mishaps left me trapped in the middle of the woods with a complete stranger in the back of a pickup truck for 48 freaking hours. A stranger with long hair, tattoos, and rippling muscle. A stranger with an insanely sexy voice and a smile that turned my insides to jelly. A stranger who held me in his arms, claimed me, and then set me on fire that I couldn't put out. I didn't know I was trapped with America's favorite bad boy, blank, Storm Valentine, and he was in no rush to reveal his secret. He's used to getting everything he wants, and for some reason, he decides he wants me. Some people chase storms for the beautiful thrill. What happens when the storm chases you? Rockstar romance. Ah, that's so good. <laughs> I'm so glad. Obviously, repeat your answer. Rockstar romance. First of all, that was legit. And I just want everybody to know we're not cheating. She's not, oh, nobody's mouthing anything to her. I'm so proud of you. That was so good. What gave it away? What gave away the Rockstar romance? Let Corinne call what gave it away in her blurb that it was Rockstar romance. Um, the tattoos and oh yeah. Boom. Honestly, the tattoos and um when he said that he, you know, basically he could have anyone but he chooses her. Yes. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and America's favorite. Okay, cool. See, look, Hannah's legit. She's picking up on the clues. Green Cole, that just means that your blurbs are fantastic and you're nailing your genre. And if you want to come on the podcast, I'll totally give you a day. Absolutely. Because I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with Don't Kiss the Bride. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Steve, you're up next. Okay. This is fun. <clears throat> I'm enjoying myself. I'm not gonna give the title this time because it gives it away. It gives it away. Okay. Tessa Day had clung to the notion of a once-in-a-lifetime love for as long as she could remember. Then one chance encounter led her to, to the man of her dreams. After a whirlwind romance that could only be described as something out of a fairy tale, she gave her heart to her other half only to have him throw it back like not, it meant nothing. Bryce Dixon was known as the carefree, funny guy with a heart of gold, but it was all a facade. For more than 10 years, he's been holding on to guilt that was slowly eating him alive. He blamed Blamed himself for the things in his past as a punishment for his sins. He walked away from the only woman he ever loved. But when Tessa shows up in Hope Valley, Bryce begins to think that maybe he's been given a second chance. However, when danger comes calling, <laughs> he soon discovers he's in a fight for his life. Not only does he have to protect the woman who, who holds his heart, but he also has to convince her that he can get things right. Yeah, I'm not reading the last line. <laughs> the last one's going to get away. What is it? Hannah Banana? Yours are hard. <laughs> you want to know why I think hers are so much harder? Is because I think so many of them overlap. Like, it's so easy They to can easily go ones. into yeah. multiples. Because I want to say the same answer I said the last time. Then say it. I mean, might as well. I mean, you obviously knew it was wrong for the one before that, so. Okay, second chance. It is. <laughs> All right, cool. We got one right. Oh, wait, you got two right. My and bad. if anybody wants to know, it's, it's the book is the second, this, the second time around by Jessica Prince. I adore her Hope Valley series. It's like 10 books. That's amazing. I'm like super proud. Hannah, you're doing phenomenal. Okay, so next one is mine. Ooh, which one do I want to give her next? Okay, let's see. Ooh, ooh, I got it. Okay, so this book is by C.L. Matthews, who we had recently on the podcast, Love Her to Death. She's amazing. Phenomenal lover books. Okay, the book is called 
here this is going to be a tricky one for her because of the title so the book is called here lives a corpse okay life doesn't promise anything but existence losing cast proved that everyone thinks i'm crazy corpse freak vampire they call me the one who never overcame the loss of her brother the outcast the least likely to succeed but what about their lies he jumped he wanted to die he killed himself when will they stop unraveling the secret secrets they founded this town with seems impossible detangling the bloodlines that weave the very essence of arcadia crest might actually kill me forgetting the little details i've erased from my memory as a result of love could be the catalyst of my entire story death brought me hatred hatred drove me to them they touched me only in secret all stories end in blood but an oath was never part of that equation oh no i know what she's gonna say this is a tough one that one's hard that was a tough one i mean i only know it because i've oh, you've read it yeah well no i've talked to the author oh, yeah. so i know who it is Okay. And I know um, what she writes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she gets this. I'm going to be so proud. She's in the thinking chamber right now. I'm doing process of elimination. Do it. Head. Process of elimination. <laughs> that shit out, girlfriend. See, and the thing is, though, the reason I know this is a tough one, you, you keep thinking. The reason I know this is a tough one is, is because of what the other trope I have on there is. Mm -hmm. There's so, two tropes it falls under. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. It only falls under one. That's true. I'm going to go with dark romance. Yes, but no. What was the other one? It is well, a part. Is a part. Dark romance can be the category it falls under, but that is not the specific trope that it is. But yes, I will be. I will. I will, <laughs> I will give you like a maybe. I'm gonna cross them. Yeah, cross the ones you've already gotten off. Well, only this cross one. them if you guessed them right, this because yeah. then you'll lose your spot. And then this one. Okay. Okay. But I mean, it could fall under. I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> However, it doesn't. It does, but it doesn't. All right, go, Stevie, go, Stevie, go. All right. The book is called My Almost Ex Wife. In the middle of a crowded bar in our small Alaskan town, my estranged wife snuggles up to me like we're still a happy couple. Don't get me wrong, we were a happy couple before she walked out on me a year ago. We were in high school sweethearts. Everyone thought we were destined to be together forever. We thought too soon. We thought so too, which is why we married shortly after graduation. We had a good marriage until she left me without an explanation. Now she's back and here's the real kicker. I can't read anything else. Oh no! <laughs> no, that's gonna be so tough! Um, you can't read anything else? Let me think, much? let me hold on. Tough, tough, tough. We're just giving them, oh wait, I gotta write down wrong. I guess technically we're still married. The divorce papers are sitting at the lawyer's office. She's de desperate. <laughs> to blank, but I only want to find out why she left me. Once we conjure that memory up, it's, it's sayonara because there's no second chances here. But as you probably already figure out, things don't always go quite as planned. Yes, you do. It's the one you texted me as an oh, idea. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You can give her a little bit of a bone if there's like a little bit of a something in there. I know which one I want to go with, but I don't know if I'm wrong or not. When you go. Hold on, I'll read you the, okay, here's a line that would probably help give that away. She's desperate to remember her life here in Sunset, Sunrise Bay. Okay, cool, there we go. That should help. She's de desperate to what? To remember her life in Sunrise Bay. Okay, now there's two. Oh, see? <laughs> <laughs> You guys should see how hard Hannah's saying right <laughs> The smoke is coming out of my ears. My <laughs> wheels are turning. 
Okay. Oh, you got two people on here who got an accent now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one with a northern accent this time. Okay, amnesia. Boom! Yep. You got it. Nice. I don't think she would have, I mean, would you, what was the other one? Before you said that last thing, I was going to say secret baby is what I was going to say. I mean, I, reading the trope. Reading, reading the, the blurb, you can probably guess baby. secret baby, but they're, it's definitely Before not Before you said baby. that. Yeah, they definitely do not have a baby. Adam has no children with his wife. So yeah, it's amnesia where she just loses. And if you haven't heard, my Adam's ex-wife releases April 1st or 3rd, Five Piper Rain. Oh my god, I just literally choked on this <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my turn, my turn, my turn. Alright, we're going back to Saffron Kent. I am going to use her twice because y'all know my obsession with this woman runs deep. Okay. The, she knows your obsession. I know, right? We're BFS. So, the title of this book is called Bad Boy Blues. Blurb goes as followed. <laughs> Cleopatra Page hates one thing in this world. school, he pulled in her pigtails. In middle school, he spread false rumors about her. And in high school, he ruined her prom. She hates that his smirks are unfairly sexy, and she definitely loathes that his dark eyes seem to follow her everywhere, sometimes in her dreams. It doesn't matter that he's rich and popular or that he lives in a freaking mansion full of butlers and maids. He's rude and arrogant, and she wants to stay as far away from him as possible. But unfortunately for Cleo, she lives in the same freaking mansion as Zach. Only he's the prince, and she's the lonely maid who serves him. Trope is... Yeah, good job. <laughs> okay, okay, what gave it away? The beginning, the pigtails, pulling oh, yeah. the pigtails. Absolutely, absolutely. That's such a bully thing to tell. Absolutely, and this <laughs> right. is one of the really good bully romances. I just love. It's. So... It sounds good though. It seems like something I would like. <laughs> you definitely would. You definitely would. Mostly because you would relate so much to Cleo. She has blue hair, and she has an obsession with the color blue. I got blue hair still in there somewhere. She's got the obsession with the color blue, right? How? ever she's like a total bad bitch right she puts itching powder in the person she works for's draws because he smacks her on the ass and she can't do anything about it so when she's cleaning his room he she puts itching powder in his underwear <laughs> so i was like yeah that's a hannah thing hannah would do that all right and the next one dude she's killing my side you need to get y'all you need to get your shit together over there i got two all right <laughs> once again i'm not reading the title the title gives it away too much what happens when you want more in life than just running the bases? You hang out at Hope Plate and stop playing the field. He's sexy, irresistible, and I've done my best to ignore the mag magnetism that flows between us. I don't need complications in my life. I can't get wrapped up in his world. The last thing I need is to get attached to a blank blank. I don't have time for heartbreak. Something about her pulls me in. I want to get to know her. I want a chance to show her I'm more than just my career, my paycheck, and I'm the man of man for her. I know I am, no matter how hey, much she, she resists <laughs> this connection between us, it doesn't change the fact that she's my blank blank. Sports romance. The last line is it doesn't change the fact that she's my grand slam. Bad oh! oh, wait, you gave her a baseball sports romance? Of course she's going to fucking know that one. <laughs> we played softball. I heard to round the bases. And that's, that's it. <laughs> well, see, that was that's what could have thrown somebody for a loop, though, because Playing the bases is often used as a term of being a man whore, too. Took it literal. So, <laughs> it literally could have gone both ways, depending on where her mind was. Listen, you can't give us shit like that and not think that we're not going to get it. But the book is called Beyond the Bases by Kaylee Ryan. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Side note from all of this. Alex, have you seen 
the new Monopoly game based off of our hometown. Yes, I have. <laughs> so, listen, you we saw it Walmart before we came Oh, yeah, out. we did. We literally did. They made a Monopoly based off of Richlands, Virginia. Let's just, let's just Population 5,000. Yeah, population maybe. 5, Can I ask 000. why you did not bring it with you? Because it's stupid. Oh, my God. We never have anything in town long enough no. to even be on a Monopoly no. board. A restaurant moves in three months and they're gone. Like, <laughs> okay, so next trope for me. Ooh, my favorite ones are coming up. Okay. All right, let's do this one. Give you a little something, something. Okay, the book, I'm not going to tell you the title of it because you can give it away. Okay, I once read that every warrior hop. Okay, the book is by Monica Robinson, and you're going to know the book by the blur because this is my favorite <laughs> man in armor ever i love him to death he's my favorite is it the one that you're that you gifted that you're gonna gift me no all right are we ready oh i think i might know which one it is already i once read that every warrior hoped an honorable death would find him i always went looking for mine but not even the reaper wanted me i was trying to kill i was trying to not ask why to take orders and just march in line who y'all motherfucker Life or death, ride or die. And I'm not only talking about the military. I'm talking about the life that led me on the road to nowhere. My life. I fought for my brothers. I fought for my family. I fought for my country. And I fought for her. Never realizing I might die for them too. Hmm. The book is called Road to Nowhere. By M. Robinson. It's phenomenal. That does not give it away. Thank you. That's not the one I I thought you were going to say. Oh, wait. I abbreviated. Shit um mc do you know what that means i thought that said me no mc mc romance do you know what mc is no motorcycle club romance okay okay i just tough one tough one i'm gonna go with mc it is it is I basically gave that one to her because I fucked up and I put just MC and I was like, shit, I bet you don't know what the abbreviation is. I thought for sure you said me romance. I thought for sure you were going to either use like El Pacador or El Diablo or the good old boys. See, I was going to do mafia, but mafia blurbs are so straightforward, man. You're like, you know it's right. So I was trying to be like, damn, I could have used smoke and mirrors. I was trying to be a little, I was trying to be a little tricky, tricky. All right. This book is called Breaker. Okay. You know. <laughs> I love this book so much. You know. <laughs> okay. Can I banana? First, there yourself. is a quote. Tell me a happy something. Something Sutton. I just want to let you know that I have did not even know which book Stevie chose, but as soon as she said breaker, I just quoted the first line of the blurb. Okay. I okay. love you, Harlow, right? I know she listens all the time. <laughs> okay, go, go, go. I was only seven the first time Grady Bowen whispered those words to me. Cloaked by the black sky under a blanket of stars, it was easy to get lost. He didn't have any good memories of his own and needed to borrow mine. I would would willingly give him anything. Being infatuated with the boy was a beautiful curse. What could have been special didn't give me get the chance to bloom. He'd never see me as more than his blank, blank, blank. <laughs> that was a hard lesson to learn, but the most but not the most difficult. Grady had always been struggling against the odds. Eventually, he quit fighting, and his family reputation owned him. Try as I might, those influences were beyond my reach. He didn't mean to break my heart, or maybe he did. I should have made it made it easy for him. Either way, our wrongs against each other carved new lines between us. 
I went four years without seeing Grady, each one more painful than the last. That distance did nothing to dull my feelings toward him, but things are different now. Most notably is Grady. I barely recognize this man he's become, and that's the way he intended to keep it. Not that it really matters. And the trope is. Only have two to choose from. <laughs> well, what are your options? Secret baby and brother's best friend. Oh, well, it's in there. And I'm going to go with brother's best friend. It absolutely yep. is. Gray and Sut are my faves. My fa- Hannah Slay in this right I now. swear Sutton is my like spirit animal. I love them. That was such a phenomenal book, really. Honestly, it was. And the line that I had to blank out. My brother's best friend literally says he'd never see me as more than his his best friend's kid sister yeah <laughs> okay all right mine now all right are you ready yep. the book is called dark lover and it's by J.R. ward and i love this whole series if you like the trope that i'm about to tell you about after hannah guesses it um i will recommend them to you i'll put it in a link in my bio or something like that so um this is the okay, word i know which one it is the only blank blank Left on planet, left on the planet, and the leader of the Black Dagger Brotherhood, Wrath has a score to settle with the Slayers who killed his parents centuries ago. But when his most trusted fighter is killed, orphaning a half, a blank, blank daughter, unaware of her heritage or her fate, Wrath must put down his dagger and usher the beautiful female into another world. Wrapped by the restlessness in her body that wasn't there before, Beth Randall is helpless against the dangerously sexy man who comes to her at night with shadows in his eyes. He tells of the brotherhood and blood frightened her, frightens her, yet his touch ignites a dawning new hunger, one that threatens to consume them both. Paranormal romance! Absolutely! Now, I have a question. What kind of paranormal romance is this? Like, what are they? Paranormal can be anything like vampires. I was going to say vampires. They're definitely vampires. But I didn't know. Rat is the daddy vampire. He is daddy. If you like True Blood, if you like that kind of vibe, now I'm not talking fucking Twilight. Do not read (laughs) these books if you are expecting them to be like Twilight. However, if you like True Blood, like that nitty gritty, dirty, dark, like vampire romance, J.R. Ward's Black Dagger Brotherhood is so phenomenal. Start at Dark Lover and you just work your way down. I think there's like 25 books in that whole series. I read them all twice. All right, you're up, you're up, and I only got one more left, and it's my favorite one, y'all. I did my all mine. This is the last shit because we had six of them. You know what we thought about doing? She only has one more left for both of them. She's gonna mm-hmm. get them. I've got one more left for her, and then I have two left for you because I got the one. Hold on, oh. hold on, hold on. Oh, she's in trouble now. All right, I'm okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one. Especially with can my, we write it down? Our, we're pa- we're on pause now, so we can. <laughs> oh, are we on pause? Yep. Oh, damn. Okay. Go ahead and ask your question now. Oh, okay. My question is: Have any of these blurbs made you want to read these books? Yes, but my ADHD keeps me from doing that. <laughs> but a lot of these are available in Audible too. Yeah. Um, I wish I could get myself to focus and read. I'm telling you, do Audible. Too. Best idea ever. Saffron Kent's books are on Audible, and so I read, and I, you would love those. You would love those books. You really would. Okay. So Stevie's up. Is, is it on this paper? No. So how um, am I going to get it? Because I wanted to see what, if you do it, if you can do it without it. Yeah, you're like a professional. Right. Point. You've got You've guessed so many of them at this point. So the book I'm going to use, and you'll know this when I say it, is Stirred. Oh, shit. Do you remember the what? The Shaken series? Yes. Yeah, okay. You got this, Hannah. You got this. All right. I don't want him. I can't do this. 
That's what my ex said after our son was born, leaving me a single dad. And it's not single dad. <laughs> it says, my world consists of two things, Noah and my bar, until her, the woman I want, but I can never have. My blank blank wasn't supposed to be stirred into this mix. Even though I tried to push her away, my son falls in love with her. As much as I want to keep my distance, I can't break his heart. Lines become blurred and fighting attraction becomes nearly impossible. Even though we know it's wrong, desire doesn't always fade away. As soon as we cross that line, nothing will be the same and everything will fall apart. And it does. What is a trope? Man! <laughs> Take, okay, and, you, and she hasn't seen one of these tropes? Nope. Okay, well, try and just, like, do your best. Break it down. If it's not single dad and their relationship is forbidden forbidden so it's a forbidden relationship and i'll tell you now it's not a parent it's not the the mother of the child's parent yeah so it's so, a forbidden romance so that'll give you something it's somebody that he shouldn't want but he does yeah so there's that that kind of narrows it down it's not an mc it's not dark it's fluff and it can actually be interpreted into you get quite a few tropes if, if she gets the ballpark i'll give it to her I'm not. I'm lost. <laughs> She's lost. Yeah. Okay. So let's give me a hint. Give her a hint. <laughs> give me a hint. Um, you read. You read it. What's it okay. Okay. So, <laughs> What's it so let me mean? let me give a preface of what the what happens in this book. Oh God. Cohen is the male main. Is, yes. Is the male main character. Jamie is the heroine yes in the situation jamie is also a doctor cohen hasn't seen jamie since his ex-girlfriend told him that he didn't didn't want she didn't want anything to do with the baby now if cohen's obviously doesn't have parents so they're not involved in this if his the child's mother had a family who in this family could you use besides the parents oh shit she's not she's not you're starting it if you couldn't okay you can't end up with the parents and it's forbidden she has like 50 of these <laughs> i have like i have 50 of these how many times do you talk about oh i have 50 like million of these hannah like okay like in my family i've got a lot of cousins i've got a lot siblings. of siblings yes so it is, it's his baby mama's sister. I would have never. So, <laughs> she said, I would have never. Okay, so the full thing is, is, these days my world consists of two things. Noah and my bar until her, the woman I want but can never have. My ex's sister wasn't supposed to be stirred into this mix. So Jamie is Noah's aunt. Yeah. Okay. But let me. Stepmama. But I'll tell you now that this thing, that this book falls under five different tropes. Like a shit ton. Age gap. Yeah. Secret baby. Second chance. Second chance. Small town. Yeah. It's just single dad. Time. Yeah. All right. You got one more for me and you're tied between two. What are your two tropes that you have to select from? Uh, dark romance and reverse. Reverse harm. No. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So. The book we still got to go back to the first one too because she didn't get right. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. Everybody knows how much I love the Devil's Night series. Everybody knows it. I even know this. So, 
This book is called Corrupt by Penelope Douglas. Blurb is as follows. This is an, okay, the blurb says, Erica, I was told that dreams were our heart's desires. My nightmares, however, became my obsession. His name is Michael Christ. My boyfriend. My brother's older brother is my boyfriend's older brother is like that scary movie that you peek through your hand to watch. He is handsome, strong, and completely terrifying. The star of the college basketball team and now gone pro. He's more concerned with the dirt on his shoe than me, but I noticed him. I saw him, I heard him, the things he did and the deeds that he hid for years. I bite my nails, unable to look away. Now I've graduated high school and moved to college, but I haven't stopped wanting my, watching Michael. He's bad, and the dirt I've seen isn't content to stay in my head anymore because he's finally noticed me. Michael. Her name is Erica Fang, but everybody calls her Rika. My brother's girlfriend grew up hanging around my house and is always at her dinner table. She looks down when I enter the room and stills when I am close. I can always feel the fear rolling off her body, and while having I haven't had her body, I know that I have her mind. That's all I really want anyway. Until my brother's, until my brother leaves for the military and I find Rika done at college in my city, unprotected. The opportunity is too good to be true, as well as the timing. But because you see, three years ago, she put a few of my high school friends in prison and now they're out. We've waited. We've been patient. And now every last one of her, every last one of her nightmares will come true. That one's dark for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also my brother's girlfriend. Like, so that's that. But it's not the most important trope. Yeah. You killed so, it. So she didn't get one right from me. And she didn't get one right from me too. Right. So let's go back to this one because obviously it's on there. You got like a shit ton right though. So congratulations. Hot cop. Yeah. Hot cop was when she got wrong. That was. That secret baby. Okay. Because it literally said, but there's a secret between the two of us. The one you got wrong for me was Here Lives a Corpse. You said dark romance, which it is, but the subgenre is it's reverse, reverse harm. harm. She ends up with like seven guys. Yeah, it's <laughs> hot as fuck. So when we, so if you go back to when we did CL Matthews uh, podcast, she was guessing and she got right. Oh yeah, all of the I was guessing the, the signs. The, okay, so the harem is what you call the unit of guys, right? So you have the girl, and then you have the harem, and I. Hence why it's called reverse harem. Yeah, I was reading the harem. I was telling CL Matthews, like guessing what the zodiac signs were. I got that shit right. <laughs> and Good. she had them all on a chart. She had her PA or like a her PA a, had yeah. like a birth chart or whatever for all of them. So Just yeah, so she could keep track of it. <laughs> so out of all of these, which one do you think you would read first? Are you going to be a light reader or are you going to be a dark oh, romance? Yeah, are you, like, you going to be on my or side or her fluff? side? Are you a fluff or are you a dark romance? Are you on the board with me, Hannah? Okay, I liked, um, I think I would like the sports one, whichever one that you want the sports romance. I knew she would say that. She likes um, the sporty guys. Easton is a hot I, mean, I think I would like the rock star one too. Yeah, yes, everybody loves that one. She went, I went to high school with this bitch. I know what her type is. We talking about. Look, beyond <laughs> the, I'm telling you, beyond the basis, man. Hannah East, would read if Eastman is hottest. Okay, if if Hannah would read, these are the tropes that Hannah would like once she read them. Rockstar romance would be her one of her favorites. She would not. I'm telling you, she would like sports romance, but it would not be her favorite. I'm it would. You. She would have to go with baseball romance. I don't even think she'd have to go with baseball romance. Like she likes athletic guys, but I just don't think that would be the trope that she would be into. I'm telling you right now, if Hannah were to read the way that we read, Hannah would be forbidden tropes all day. Hannah would be like best friend's brother. Uh, but dad's said, dad's best friend's dad. She would be all over Saffron Kent shit. She wrote this one book about a fucking psychiatrist and his patient. Amazing, <laughs> phenomenal. Chef kisses. I love Saffron. But here, but we go back to Karen Cole again. 
Don't Kiss the Bride is a huge age gap one. She probably really liked that one too because oh, who wouldn't like that? I don't think Hannah would be into older guy reading about Lucky guys. was Lucky is odd as fuck too. Listen, I know everything about this chick though. <laughs> We've been friends since middle school. So the, here's the divide. This is why her and I make some, the funniest pairing. Yeah, we make a really good podcast though because we have because I don't do dark romance. She reads fluff. But secret she babies. does. It's all secret babies. <laughs> it's not all secret babies. All, listen, and you heard it here. I'm not even joking. See, Stevie can say whatever the fuck she wants. It's all secret babies. All of them. Those are her favorites all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I mean, I don't, I read fluff sometimes. If you ask me my favorite authors, then you, yes, you would assume that I like all Nikki Ash, period. Well, no. Yes, I do love me some Nikki Ash. But my thing is. Who was my favorite one? Oh, it's that flipping no. series by what's her face. It's the first book you ever read. It's the first book you really got into. Shit! See, if you wanted to just ask me, I'd have been able to tell you what the hell it is. Tethered? No. What is it? No. Who's the author? She's been on this podcast. Jay Sterling? No, not Jen. I love Jen though, but she. Who the fuck is? Wait, give me a second. Nikki Ash. Think about Secret Babies. Nikki Ash. No. What books do I have upstairs? The entire series. Alexis Winters. Yeah. Alexis Winters. There we go. Alexis Winters. She has um, a whole. She has a whole series. Every book except book two. Everybody is knows baby. that. Out. Everybody knows that MJ likes dark romance. So Nelby Douglas. Hence why Seal Matthews has been on here. Absolutely. We also like oh, Katie Steiner. Hold on. We need to do that. Which, We're just gonna have which, be doing these. Which book? No, no, no. Let me do it. Katie Steiner is my favorite. <laughs> Kenny Steiner is a romance author who we've had on here. Oh my god, and she's like the best thing ever. She's the most amazing human being you've ever met in your entire life. And I think the book that would that would get Hanny that would get Hanny that would get Hanny that would get Hanny. You know what's funny is that my grandfather used to call Hayden Hannah when he would like when he would be like out of his mind smoking. (laughs) LOL. I think the book that would get Hannah to like really love reading and kind of like pull her into the romance genre would be this book by Candy Steiner and it's called Love Letter Under Whiskey. <laughs> okay. Um, At first I, I thought you were going to say Revelry or something. I don't think that Love Letter Whiskey has a trope though, does it? I mean. Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, have, it doesn't have a trope. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. It's basically just like faded love. I don't, okay, hold up. Let me find the But isn't... One. Let's do the wrong game. No? Okay, do that one because it gets I don't know what you just said. <laughs> this is why I'm glad we both have our laptops out. Listen, I just love... I love Candy Steiner. You should read it. Love Letter of Whiskey's amazing. It's like back and forth. Isn't that what she love. is? What? Look. Look at your messages. I don't even see what you just... Oh. No! Oh, that's, that's right. That's where. That's the other that's one. the other you're one. Never mind. No, no, no. You're thinking about revelry. Right, revelry is the original one that I was thinking of. Yeah. So yeah, basically that was our episode for tonight. Hannah killed it. She crushed it. I think she got like five, six, seven, eight, nine. She got ten right and two wrong. It's so. not our normal episode. It's definitely not as long as our episodes usually get. No, but this is a fun little little thing that we do and maybe we'll do it with some other people also if you're a blogger or a fan of the podcast maybe you can comment and we can do like a little thing where you may be able to do this too right because we do have a call-in number exactly we could do a what the trope with you guys do like a zoom with somebody that is like a fan of the podcast here here let's do it this way if you guys can get us to a thousand followers on on the podcast instagram we will do what the trope with with rocky (laughs) 
We will do what the trope with my dad. No, but we'll pick, maybe we'll pick a fan to do it and we'll we'll let somebody, a listener do it. Yeah, something like that. If you guys can do that, that would be oh, great. Oh, and the contest goes up this week too. Absolutely. So make sure you guys are paying attention to our Instagram. Because Candy ha- Casey Hagen's giving away a Tumblr. Yep. And a signed book that is worth like, the Tumblr alone is worth like almost 50 bucks. She's it's amazing. a custom Tumblr. She's Gorgeous. Also, make sure you go listen to the new episode that just dropped. April. Get because she's funny as shit. But yeah, so that's it for us from the episode. It's been real. It's been fun. But it ain't been real fun. <laughs> did you cut? Did you-